Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for October the 19th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the Founding Fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. A quick recap of yesterday's show. We had our guest on Lowell Nelson, CampaignForLiberty.org, RonPaulInstitute.org. We talked about this uh, Loudoun County School District. School board meeting erupts after sex assault, bombshell, and cover-up by the school board. What a shame that is in your government schools, ladies and gentlemen. You better pull your kids out while you have the chance. We also talked about Burlington High School in Vermont. Put on a drag show at halftime. Crowd cheers students and faculty parading in support of gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender people. I'm not here to say we ought to persecute those people. We should not. We should treat them as sons and daughters of our Father in Heaven as they truly are. Uh, but this uh, drag show at halftime in a government high school is out of control, ladies and gentlemen. Natalie Klein uh, exposes radical agenda in schools across the country even utah schools sell s-e-l it's not just for students it's for teachers parents and the entire community it's part of the teachers training they have all kinds of plans for parents and families and it is comprehensive folks some parents might think that these competencies are not in their public schools but i assure you they are Castle controls the entire education system. It permeates throughout the whole system. We also talked about COVID relief funds distributed to cities and states require compliance with VAX mandates. Yeah, bottom line is they have unlimited fiat money, Federal Reserve fiat money that literally taints the whole thing. And as long as they can keep printing money, it'll happen. When the dollar fails, it'll stop. Sad tale, but true. Maybe we ought to return to constitutional currency, huh? We also talked about empty Christmas stockings. Don't blame it on COVID. Blame it on California's new laws and regulations. We also talked about the Liberty Conference 2021 coming up. WeCanAct.net. Put in the keyword Liberty and get your tickets today. It is this weekend. I will be there live broadcasting from the Loving Liberty booth. Anyway, we had our guest on Lee Dundas Esquire. Human rights attorney doing a great job now with frontline doctors and more. Well, we talked about a woman raped on a Philadelphia train as bystanders watched and did nothing. They even filmed it and put it on social media. What has our society devolved into? Lee responds to that and says she's not surprised. All kinds of abuses, slavery, sexually and otherwise, is going on around the world. And she's been trying to stop it for 30 plus years, ladies and gentlemen. That was hour one yesterday. Hour two, 
We had our guest on Johnny Vance, incredible writer and director of the Tuttle Twins. Check it out at angel.com or download the Angel app. But Tuttle, the Tuttle Twins, was completely crowdfunded by everyday Americans, just like The Chosen was, ladies and gentlemen. Angel Studios doing a great job uh, raising the bar on moral media content, to say the least. We're pushing back, they say, today with the Tuttle Twins. The first TV show teaching kids the values of freedom. It started with the books, well over 3 million copies sold, and now it's a TV series. They're releasing a new episode every other week till the end of the year. Tuttle Twins is distributed via the new Angel app from Angel Studios. Anyway, that was an incredible interview. We also talked yesterday, second half hour, to Karma Newberry. Join us in exposing the use of biological weapons on the U.S. people. You don't have to suffer alone, ladies and gentlemen. Why do we have all these diseases? Medical integrity comes to mind, that's for sure. We'll talk about that as the news the networks refuse to use starts now. Liberty Conference 2021, get your tickets today. Weekendact.net. Put in the keyword Liberty, get 50 bucks off per ticket. The event happens this Friday and Saturday. I will be there live. Hope you will as well. Our guest, Dr. Paul Gooch, uh, he's a, uh, in, really invested in medical integrity, ladies and gentlemen. He's an ophthalmologist, just like Rand Paul is. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Sam, good morning. And one just small correction I need to make. Sure. Um, I do primary eye care. Um, I'm an optometric physician, not an ophthalmologist. So, Okay, sorry about that. There, but yeah, that's okay. I'm glad to be here. We're looking forward to the Weekend Act conference this weekend. Some amazing people there. I'm uh, be excited to meet you as well. And uh, for the people who can't come, uh, there are live streaming tickets available. So make sure you go to WeConnect.net and uh, 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 don't don't miss what's on tap for this weekend. Amen to that. It's going to be an exciting event, to say the least. Now, Dr. Paul Gooch is interested in medical integrity, but he also has a lot of cool stuff. I, I saw on his bio here this. His love includes raising a family, training mules, dabbling in politics, and flying powered parachutes. <laughs> That's a, an eclectic array of interests, sir. Isn't it, though? I'm a little bit of an adventure, uh, uh, an adventure hound, so... Um. Indeed. Now, I got a question. If you can train mules, because as far as I understand, nobody trains mules very well, right? Uh, then you can right. deal with these politicians. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to be a little bit assertive when you're, uh, when you're dealing with, um, uh, should we say, half-assed horses is probably the right way to say. Uh, a mule is a cross between a horse and a donkey, and they're very intelligent, and they're very strong-minded, and um, they have a tremendous. Um, uh, they they have a, a heightened sense of self-preservation, shall we say? But uh, I spent a lot of time with them in the wilderness, and yeah, you have to you have to be confident for sure. The first thing you do is gain a healthy respect, right? Um, yes, uh, they they do have to um, respect that that you're the I guess the herd leader. That's one of the dynamics with equines. They. They demand leadership, and they're either going to give it or take it, and so. Yeah, so does Congress. Um, so do the politicians. Yeah, they're just right, like, right, right. No, there, there, there are some uh, applications to. <laughs> All right, tell me about you know this. What? Um, I, go ahead, sir. 
Oh, go, well, I was just going to say that one of the thoughts that I wanted to share this morning, this is from another famous Sam. This is Sam Houston. And he said, when tyrants ask you to yield one jot of your liberty and you consent thereto, it is the first link forged in the chain that will eventually hold you in bondage. And this makes me think that the meaning of life can be deduced to one scientific formula. Um, it's backed by the entire span of human history, and it is this. The amount of blood and treasure required to restore lost liberty is directly proportional to the amount of compliance that we yielded to tyranny. And, um, you know, that's relevant to the story that I will share um, there on uh, Saturday uh, at, the, at the conference. I love it. Excellent, ladies and gentlemen. Raising a family, um, that's a little bit like training mules, too, I think. <laughs> uh, I'll let my just, kids... Just so, you know, I have eight, just so you know, I have eight children. That's why I say that. <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it, uh, <laughs> there is some crossover there, too, for sure. Um, I, I really enjoyed uh, having chores for my kids to do. I thought that was an important part of, of their raising. And um, and they learn, uh, they're just nature teaches a lot of really important lessons if you let your kids interact with it. So I, uh, I use my kids to train my mules, and I use my mules to train my kids. That's what I used to say when they were younger. They're all out of the house now. But, uh, <laughs> there you go. I, but really I think do. of family, mules, and politics, and I think, you know what? After you deal with that, you must <laughs> want to fly powered parachutes to, to try to uh, recoup. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you can just you just sit up there in the sky and all by yourself and uh, – uh, it's it's a calming it's a very calming thing. Yeah. Now, now tell me about these parachutes. Though, how do they work? I don't know. Yeah, well, a powered parachute is a motorized vehicle that flies under uh, what we call a ram air wing, and um, you you see people around the point of the mountain up there where you're at all the time um, with with paragliders, and sometimes they wear um, a, a backpack style motor on their back, but. These powered parachutes are actually uh, two-seat carts. You can put a passenger in the back. They've got quite a quite a bit more power than the things you see flying around up around the uh, point of the mountain. Um, and and you you lay the parachute behind you on the ground uh, somewhere. You know we take off out of alfalfa fields, dirt roads, airport runways, just about any place where you really only need uh, two or three hundred feet to get off the ground. Maybe less depending on the wind. And um, as you power up the motor, the, the wing kind of catapults overhead and inflates, becomes a, an airfoil, and then, um, you know, using the power of the motor, we leave the ground. You, you know, I can fly for two or three hours on a tank of fuel, and um, these little craft are capable of climbing to, I'm not even sure what the ceiling is on some of the aircraft that, that they build today with the engines on them, but uh, I've been as high as 15,000 feet um, in my in my plane, a couple of times, it's not a comfortable height to be, and really should have. Say that height again. Fifteen thousand feet. Because I jumped out of a plane from almost that high, <laughs> and I hear that. Yeah. All I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, that's probably as close to being a bird as you can get. That's right. You say, Sam, why on earth are you talking to Doctor Paul Gooch about this when medical integrity is his topic? I'll tell you why in seconds. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Dr. Paul Gooch, one of the speakers at WeCanAct.net. Get your tickets and put in Liberty to save 50 bucks now. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Paul Gooch with me. He's an eye doctor, folks, but he understands medical integrity. Uh, and I bring this uh, up about his personal life and about parachutes and about raising family and learning to train mules and all this kind of stuff, because I want you to understand that this is a very heavy, heavy subject, okay? It's, it's hard to even... Uh, when you wake up to what's really going on, you kind of uh, freak out. I mean, this stuff is heavy to where you're just like, oh, my God, this is pure evil. And it is, ladies and gentlemen. But I want you to know that there is life out there. God is still in charge. Never forget that reality check. And when you dabble in some of these hobbies, whether it be preparedness or whatever you do, um, whether you train mules or fly these uh, special uh, uh I don't know what you call them, devices or machines, powered (laughs) machines. You kind of go, you know what? There is a life out there. There is still good in the world. There's still people doing wonderful, fun, educational things. Family still matters. God, family, country still uh, is the core. I don't want you to ever forget that, ladies and gentlemen, is really the message and why I spent time with that. Final word on that, Dr. Paul, and then we'll get straight to the medical integrity issue. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you just have to find ways to restore and uh, and rest from the battles that we fight and uh, whatever that is, you know, nature's a good place to go find it. And uh, But uh, you, you can't fight very well if you don't get the rest that you need along the way. And get the uh, sanity, clarity of thought and centering yourself to say, hey, exactly. God's still in charge exactly. there. Family still matters. You know what? My wife exactly. or my husband or my sons or daughters still love me. I've got friends in the world. You're not alone, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but this medical integrity issue is an incredible learning curve. Uh, how did you get there, doctor? 
Well, I mean, the fundamental aspect of this is, and this goes clear back to my youth, I, I've always, always been thrilled by the stories of our founding fathers and the price that they had to pay to bring about the conditions of liberty and what the conditions of liberty are. You know, it's just been a, a fascinating thing for me for my whole life. And, uh, in fact, I'm just finishing one of the most interesting books I've ever read right now called Tunnel 29 um, that just puts on display the the love or just the intense desire people have for the condition of freedom and the price that they're willing to pay for it, the, the way that they're willing to risk, risk uh, you know, life and limb and blood and treasure to uh, to find freedom. Those stories have always fascinated me. I would say... Um, Back in 2019, uh, midnight 2019, as things were shaken, and I had a friend ask me one day, he says, he says Gooch, do you, do you know where your line in the sand is? Where's the line you will not cross? And I don't know if I'd ever thought that, but, I, you know, it's, <clears throat> who can predict um, the nature of the tyranny that uh, you're going to face and what form or flavor that it's going to come in? And I just... I remember thinking, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't tolerate tyranny. That's always been a, a part of my nature. I, I, In fact, one of my favorite, favorite quotes, because I have made the same covenant, I would say, but the, the quote that Thomas Jefferson makes that's inside uh, the uh, his memorial there in Washington, D.C., that I swear upon the altar of God, eternal hostility upon every form of tyranny upon the mind of man. I, that, that's written in my heart just like it was written in his. But where's my line in the sand? And by the time 2020 started and we get just two or three months in, I knew where my line in the sand was. And I and I and I could sense the nature of this beast that's being um, kind of put upon us now. And uh, um, when the CDC and the, I don't know, just say the cabal, they, they wanted all non-essential businesses to shut down and the guidance that was given to us was we should only be taking care of the most dire emergencies and i looked at the living breathing machine that um, is my business um, i have two partners and we have several employees and i i remember thinking a couple things number one i i'm i'm as concerned about the lives of the people who work for me. I feed a lot of people with the, the business that we run taking care of uh, people's eyes. And I was concerned about, you know, I was absolutely concerned about them. And I, 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 I couldn't imagine um, shutting my business down and the loss of dignity and income and everything that comes along with that. The other thing that I realized really fast was as I thought it through, my, my business is is infinitely complicated. This machine, uh, and it and it, there's layers and layers and layers to that, from vendors and suppliers and and staff and experience and education and community expectations and things like that. And it's a machine. You you just can't turn the engine off and then turn it right back on. So right from the get-go, the very first ask was... Sounds like you're up there with a parachute. You can't just cut your engine and then expect to recover <laughs> before you hit the ground there. Well, yeah, I, I just said, L listen, um, I am not going to do that. We stayed open. We didn't close. We didn't do anything different. Um, it was pretty interesting because we um, fielded calls sometimes from Salt Lake and Las Vegas um, and patients who needed to get eye care, and they couldn't find it anywhere because everybody was closed. And so we started to attract uh, a little bit of business from outside our community. But we never did shut down. 
in the end, um, especially for us, that just turned out to be the right answer. And then when, um, you know, the mask mandate came, um, it's all right about when all this started to, to come to a head. I just said, I know where my line in the sand is. I, I just will not. Um, I'm not going to comply with what they're asking me to do. And on the medical integrity side of it, um, we were being told that we needed to wear masks to slow the spread. And um, I, I my 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 conscience was just insulted right from the very, very beginning about that. And I know, I mean, one of the first things that was inculcated into us as we went through our medical education for eyes, um, you, you always first look at the, the entire person when they come in and sit and uh, when you, when you approach a patient in your exam chair, and then you focus on the head, face and neck before we even think about the eyes, because there's so much clinical information um, and diagnostic help that you get when you look at the entire person, but especially their head, their face, their neck. And and for all of a sudden, my patients to come in with masks, so I couldn't see their faces. Um, uh, how am I going to do a good job if I can't get the, the um, all of the information that's just delivered by looking at the human face? And me too. I, I, I mean, I can't do a good job if I have a mask on my face. Hard for me to think straight. Um, I'm a little hard of hearing. A lot of my patients are older, so are they. And um, and to to have difficulty communicating when um, people's eyesight and sometimes even their lives are on the line because of uh, you know the connection between eyes and health. And you don't want to be communicating unclearly. You don't want to you don't want to have people not understanding um, what you're trying to tell them, and you don't want to misunderstand what they're trying to tell you because it's all part of gathering. The clinical data that helps you understand what's going on with the person, and uh, and you want to you want to give the right kind of advice. It's you know you have a fiduciary responsibility for that, and so the mask immediately the mask is right getting right in the way of my fiduciary responsibility to my patients. So I said I'm not going to wear one. And Sam, to this day, I have not covered my face with a mask. Um, I have to amend that a tiny bit because this week I got on an airplane for the first time, but I wore the mask kind of on my chin and sometimes over my mouth, but never over my nose for the whole trip all the way to Florida and back. Well, I'm glad about that. I was wearing a mask on a plane and I had it just below my nose and I fell asleep and literally the waitress or the stewardess, whatever you call her, she ran up and she woke me up and she said, sir, your nose. (laughs) I went, are you kidding me right now? Medical integrity is important. The problem is that scientifically, though, they don't have evidence of masks even uh, having the validity that they claim. Now, I get if you're in a medical procedure uh, performing an operation, you have a medical-grade mask, and you have trained staff that knows how to wear them. I'm not saying in those settings they have no value. They do. But in the average American who doesn't wear it right, who wears it over and over, who throws it in the glove box and grabs it because they have to to whatever, and to me, it's it's a worse problem. You touch your face more often. uh, You've got all these germs fogging up from your breath and everything else. I think it's adding insult to injury, doctor. Am I crazy? No, you're not, and and that's right. I mean, there's there are places in surgical settings where that really matters, but when you're delivering primary care and you're trying to interface with patients. Um, masks really get in the way of all of that. And, and you know, there's other things. When I have what we call my ferropter in front of a patient, when they have a mask on, it fogs the lenses. And I, 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 you know, I just let my patients choose whether they wanted to wear masks or not. I didn't ever demand that they didn't. I, um, but but Whoa, anybody who you believe in agency, sir? I love oh, it. absolutely. 
<laughs> and same with my staff and my employees. I mean, I let my, I let the people in my universe um, um, answer the mask question for themselves. But I just knew for me what it was going to be for me, and I was happy to take care of people if they, um, if they wanted to wear a mask. If if they demanded that I wear one, I just um, very kindly um, allowed them to reschedule their appointments for when they weren't so nervous. Doctor, do you have a few more minutes to stay with me after the break? I got a couple of news stories I want to get your take on. I do. All right, stay there. We'll come right back. A couple of news stories to bounce off Dr. Paul Gooch. Medical integrity is the issue. I got a couple of stories, and then I want to get a little bit more of a teaser on his speech coming out this weekend at the WeekendAct.net conference, put in liberty to get 50 bucks off every ticket. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Haitian gang that kidnapped a group of 17 Americans and Canadian missionaries in Haiti has asked for $1 million each for their release. A top Haitian official said Monday, the kidnapped missionaries are affiliated with the Ohio-based Christian Aid Ministries, which confirmed the kidnapping on Sunday in a statement saying the abducted group was made up of five men, seven women, and five children. Two federal officials are reporting Americans can get coronavirus booster doses that are different from the kind they first received. The Food and Drug Administration is expected to make that announcement on Wednesday. Production at U.S. factories in September fell by 1.3%, the most in seven months. There's been a sharp pullback in the manufacturing of motor vehicles, as well as broader backlog supply chains and materials shortages. This is USA Radio News. If you're tired of big cable bills and want to cut the cord, you can still get Newsmax TV for free. Millions of Americans like you are watching Newsmax. It's available on all major cable systems or get it free on major streaming platforms. Watch Newsmax on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, Vizio, and more. Find Newsmax on your hub guide or use the TV app. Newsmax also streams free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, TiVo, Apple TV, Chromecast, and more. More than 7 million people have downloaded the free Newsmax app on their smartphones. There's no paywall or subscription, so watch Newsmax anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. And watch great shows with Mike Huckabee, Greg Kelly, Rob Schmidt, Diamond and Silk, Stinchfield, and a lot more. Find out why America is tuning in to Newsmax TV, the fastest-growing cable news channel. It's a source you can trust. Newsmax is real news for real people. With the discovery of Attorney General Merrick Garland's family ties to selling CRT to schools, 17 states want him to stop calling parents domestic terrorists. Brad Bernards has more. A coalition of 17 state attorneys general is demanding that the U.S. Department of Justice immediately rescind a recent memo they say would chill lawful dissent by parents voiced during local school board meetings. The DOJ memo, which has been the center of much criticism since its October 4th release, directs the FBI to work with state and local governments to address an alleged disturbing spike in harassment, intimidation, and threats of violence against teachers and school leaders. It came shortly after the National School Boards Association urged the Biden administration to invoke counterterrorism laws to handle angry mobs of parents seeking to hold school officials accountable for the teaching of the Marxist critical race theory and for imposing COVID-19 restrictions on their children. We are USA Radio News. 
All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio, talking about the Weekend Act Conference 2021 coming up this Friday and Saturday. Incredible event, weekendact.net. If you put in Liberty, you get 50 bucks off every ticket. Would love you to be there in person, ladies and gentlemen. Vendors, speakers, just a tremendous gathering like no other. If you cannot make it, though, there is streaming options. I should say there are streaming options uh, available for you, weekendact.net. Learn about it today. Our guest right now, Dr. Paul Gooch, doing a great job talking about medical integrity and how, you know what, wearing masks as a forced scenario just assaulted his conscience. Uh, and now with the vaccine mandates, it's even worse, doctor. Um, I mean, I'm not, I would never require it of my employees if they want to get it. It's uh, their, um, their choice. I have um, been sharing a lot of um, just a lot of the studies and things that we're seeing on the, on the potential harm for the vaccine. I mean, definitely um, informed consent is uh something that's being ignored with the the vaccine mandates and uh, I, I make sure that all of my staff know some of them have chosen to get vaccinated some of them will never do it that's just fine with me um, that's the choice everybody gets to make but uh, no I, 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 I that's that's way way over the line for me masks were the masks and shutting down my business were the line that's just never going to happen everything else is way past the line I mean that's just a given now, it's interesting when you say um, informed choice on this thing or informed consent, you know, um, if they violate that, really Nuremberg trials come back to mind. Well, I, I, I feel that exact same way. I mean, we, we can I, I sense what um, a lot of people are sensing and what you're sensing. And, and the um, if, if this was so good and so helpful, um, they, they definitely wouldn't need to be. Um, first, you know, throwing a carrot out there in front of us and then getting the, the bullwhip out for those that don't um, go for the carrot. Um, I'm just not having that. There's no way. that That's that's a fight to the death scenario for me. All right. They want you to believe that these breakthrough infections, if you've been vaccinated, are super rare. The problem is everybody knows somebody that's already had a breakthrough infection. Colin Powell, of all people, uh, vaccinated Colin Powell, passed away due to complications they say from COVID-19 um, the family said in a statement he was being cared for believe it or not at the Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in Maryland I don't know that you could get a I don't know what you want to say more prestigious place to take care of you number one uh, and number two he had a breakthrough infection and number three even with the vaccine it killed him now they claim that he had a blood condition and his immune system was already compromised but you know what? The vaccines are killing people, too. And he had his second dose uh, of vaccine uh, as well. And I don't know, really. I'm not making any allegations about uh, what killed him. I don't know. I'm just saying very strange for such a rare infection to break through their vaccine after you've been twice vaccinated. And then they claim, well, it means nothing in terms of the validity of the vaccine. Um, I just find it very strange. Well, and... You know, it's it's hard to um, give scientific credence to, you know, what you see around you sometimes. But I definitely, personally, I know way more people who have been hurt by the vaccine than ever were um, harmed by natural a natural COVID infection. So, you know, and, and it's hard to ignore what you see around you um, in the world. I, I And I, I when I saw the story yesterday, I, I kind of thought, wow, they're, you know, they dare to say that, uh, you know, he was fully vaccinated and yet he still, 
he still succumbed. But I'll tell you one of the, if you want to talk about medical integrity, and this is a rabbit hole, we might not have time to go all the way down, but, but if, if you want to put, I'll put this in a nutshell. Um, the way physicians used to approach diseases and surgical cases and things like that, um, they used to collaborate, um, and you'd have groups of physicians that would either do the studies or comb the studies and pour over them and try to understand uh, and then you had groups of uh, physicians who were having, you know, who had their clinical experience, and they would get their heads together and develop better ways of treating disease or doing surgery or what have you. And and then, especially in a hospital setting, when when they were successful, then um, you know the word would get out, and and that's how um, you know medicine improved over the years. And when when Obamacare came along, um, uh, what evolved was a very top-down protocol system that, that comes down from the CDC. So so now you have physicians who basically handed um, the list of here's what you're going to do. And, um, and, and you, I mean, they're the, the, the income stream is affected if they don't follow the protocols that come down from on top. So we went from really a, a decentralized, um, really scientific method to, uh, to a top down, we say so method by the CDC. And so that's, and we also that's went instead of a first. Thing. We also went instead of a first do no harm method to now it's just by guessing by golly. Uh, well, I don't know, but if it's by guessing by golly, it's no. It's like we. This is how you're going to do it. Is 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 how protocols are passed down now. Um, it, it just isn't as much of the. Let's figure it out. Let's try things. Let's see what works. Let's make sure everybody knows when we find success, we find successful treatments, we find successful surgical um, um, protocols. It's it's a very top-down thing now. Very top-down. Yeah, it's top-down in terms of the dictations that are ha- – or the, the, the dictatorial right. views that are happening. But here's why I say it's by guessing by golly, doctor, is this. Headline says 43,000 people – this is in England now – could have received wrong COVID-19 test results, USA Today. And so now you look at the numbers and, you know, they're attributing all kind of deaths to COVID that aren't and pneumonias, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, flu and all this stuff is non-existent, but yet everybody's dying of COVID. And then they say, well, if the cycles are too high on the test, then it gives false results. And, um, well, you can't trust this test. And even if you get antibodies, we don't know how much antibodies you really have to have to be um protected but yet get more antibodies it's always good but we don't know how much you really need and that's the by guess and by golly i'm talking about well it's hard to know how much of it is innocent by guess and by golly and how much of it is by design that's uh it's always an interesting question isn't it <laughs> my guess is that at the top it's not by guess and by golly it's intentional but i think by most um physicians and most people around they mean to do no harm they mean well they're trapped in a system where they're afraid to buck the system and they're also trapped in a reality where you know, what do they do? I mean, if somebody dies at their watch and they make the wrong choice or they go against, quote, the top down, hey, it's curtains for them. And, and so a lot of them uh, may mean well, but they're stuck in that. And to them, it's just by guess and by golly, because they don't have the science behind it. They're just a little bit afraid of the repercussions, right? Yeah. That tyranny has tentacles. Many, many, many tentacles. <laughs> they say that it was I, only I... attributed to one laboratory, so don't worry, doctor. Yeah. And and we have, I think, the statement, I'm just in my memory bank, um, going back several months, the CDC admitting that, uh, you know, that they counted anybody with a positive test, no matter what the type of, no matter what their real cause of death was. Um, and 
it, whether that was innocent or not, you know, innocent, just trying to see how much COVID was out there. Um, but the effect was horrible, no matter whether it was intentional or not. The effect on society has been. Uh, well, they also had a rule, too, after you got vaccinated, that it wouldn't count until 14 days after the vaccine and this and that. And if you only had one shot, not two, they said you weren't vaccinated. And that really ratchets up the numbers right. of death and, and all kind of things related to the, quote, unvaxed versus the vax that manipulates the reality Big time, right. intentional by some, by guess and by golly by others, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right, Sam. What happens when we have a lot more money for calling it a COVID death, too, isn't When they act like that's not a big deal, but I, I've literally had some physicians say to people, you know, that when somebody passed away who had COVID, but they didn't die from the COVID. Um, but then they were told, you know, if you put down cause of death COVID on the birth certificate, we'll pay for the funeral, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I've, I've heard a lot of that stuff. I mean, I, I don't ever see that end of it, but, uh, um, you know, following the money always kind of helps paint a clearer picture of what's really going on. And I, um, you know, I, I, I don't doubt any of that. I just, I never ever see the proof of it, but I've heard it. And I, and I believe it's true just based on the, um, based on the behavior of, you know, all of those involved, I, I I believe it's probably true. And based on the number of people that come up with these stories that are credible uh, people, too, that would never make, you know, I know people that would never make this kind of stuff up. And so medical integrity is at the heart of it all. Finish by telling us what else is going to be in your speech coming up this uh, weekend. Well, so the reason I'm there is because um, I actually had the Department of Labor in Utah, Utah's OSHA, come and uh find me um, for not wearing a mask in my office. And so how that uh, exchange happened and uh, what, and the result um, when we um, litigated it, uh, that's the story I'm going to share there. Ladies and it's and a gentlemen. little bit fun. I, I, you know, I just, being, being kind of a, a cowboy at heart, um, life's a little bit of a salty, a little bit salty for me, and, and, and uh, the language is colorful, and we, uh, we had a good time with it. So and do no that, harm, uh, right? <laughs> All right. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, there he goes. Dr. Paul Gooch, thank you so much, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Sam. Have a good day. You betcha, sir. He'll be one of the speakers at the coming up conference, weekendact.net. Get your tickets today. Put in the keyword Liberty for 50 bucks off your ticket. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes, and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things, and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. How many times do I have to tell you? I swear, it just goes in one ear and out the other. 
Don't you understand English? Your children are probably too polite to tell you. Hello, those things on the side of your head aren't turnips. But they get just as frustrated when you won't listen to them as you do when they won't listen to you. Do I need to speak slower? In fact, few things show children how much they're valued and respected more than a parent's willingness to listen. Tell me what she did at work today. Studies show when parents listen, children develop better listening skills themselves. They also tend to have more self-confidence and are more likely to avoid alcohol and drugs. Now sit down here and tell me all about it. When you really listen, love is what they'll hear. Thank you for sharing that with me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman on your radio. Weekend Act Conference 2021 coming up this weekend. I'm excited. Hope you are as well. Dr. Paul Gooch doing a great job, man. A guy that's into medical integrity. A guy that's into flying-powered parachutes, man. I dig it. A guy that dabbles into politics. A guy that simply uh, loves raising his family. That's who he is. <laughs> this guy literally basically says, you know what? I'm not doing masks in my company. OSHA comes tries to find him they go to a big old lawsuit man <laughs> and paul's like yeah i'm kind of a cowboy it's kind of got salty language and such but i'm going to tell you what happened at the conference so you got to get your tickets today ladies and gentlemen it, it, you got to go in person if you can if at all possible and then if you can't uh, in person then there's the streaming options we can act.net put in the keyword liberty and get a discount I also got a little note today, too, that something's changing regarding the lunches. Uh, so beware of that change uh, as well. Um, but that's kind of going on, too. And um, there's so much to cover. There's so little time to cover it. We're going to be doing TV here coming up, second hour. We've got an incredible guest. <clears throat> um, there's just so much happening in the news, ladies and gentlemen. It is shocking what's going on, right? There's so much to cover. And, um, you know, the themes are, are COVID and the lies. I mean, it just goes on and on and on, right? But here's a headline for it. It says, Pfizer whistleblower steps forward with emails describing use of aborted fetal cells for the vaccine. Jack Davis, the Western Journal, with this piece. Let me give this to you again. Pfizer whistleblower steps forward with emails describing the use of fetal cells for vaccines. So remember, you and I have said there's fetal cells in the vaccines, and that's why a lot of Christians don't want to take the vax. They don't want to be part of the death mill of abortions, right? Well, then you had the government and you had the mainstream press and you had all these um, leaders mocking us going, oh, my gosh, it's so distant it was just used in test whatever and it's not even in the real vaccines now and da 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 shame on them for even bringing up this and all these media people did fact checks to try to get the whatever and just crazy right well now we get more and more evidence from a whistleblower information released 
from a Pfizer employee indicates that top executives of the giant drug maker have been trying to soft pedal the connection between its corona vaccines and tissue that is derived from aborted babies, right? That's according to documents released by the watchdog group, Project Veritas. James O'Keefe doing a great job. Melissa Strickler is the employee's name, who described herself in the Project Veritas video as an employee at the company's plant in McPherson, Kansas, and she came forward with the information, and the documentation was published by Veritas. I guess Philip Dormitzer, Pfizer's chief scientific officer, wrote that, quote, aborted fetal tissue was used in connection with vaccine development. However, he urged in an email that the connection not be boldly stated to the public. They say, anyway, they go on and they say, I don't know enough about this, but it's HEC-293 T-cells used for the IVE assay are ultimately derived from an aborted fetus, he wrote. Then he said, on the other hand, the Vactrinal Doctrinal Committee, I guess that's at the Vatican, has confirmed that they consider it acceptable for pro-life believers to be immunized. Pfizer's official statement couches it, uh, the detail in. In an interview, Strickler told Project Veritas, Veritas founder James O'Keefe that the initials at the beginning of that email, that's the part that I kind of stumbled on, right? Stand for human embryo kidney cells. And the 293 refers to a experiment number. So now you've got experiments, you got aborted fetal cells in the vaccines. And then guys like me say, I don't want to take it. And they say, we're going to force you. Yeah. Vanessa Gelman, Pfizer's senior director of worldwide research, wrote that the company wanted to be sure the issue was not raised in public. From the perspective of, quote, corporate affairs, we want to avoid having the information on fetal cells floating out there, Gelman wrote. We believe that the risk of communicating this right now outweighs any potential benefits we can see. We've been trying as much as possible not to mention the fetal cell lines. You got one or more lines that can be traced back to human fetal tissue. Strickler, Strickler that's the whistleblower, said that it was unclear what the ultimate connection between the vaccine now being used and aborted fetal tissue, though. In other words, we don't know. We just know that this is heavily involved, but exactly to what degree, we don't know. They're being so deceptive and dishonest and manipulative in their emails 
It's almost like it is in the final vaccine, she said. It just made me not trust it. Strickler felt that no one else would listen to her. I have no one else to turn to when my own company won't be honest with me. Wow. Strickler told O'Keefe, that's the Veritas guy, that she took a mental health leave of absence from Pfizer before going public because she said, I was sick and traumatized about all the things going on here, the dishonesty, the deception. She said the company wants to keep the issue of the use of aborted fetal tissues quiet because it could spur those using religious exemptions for the mandates. Earlier this year in a joint statement issued on the website of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, I guess they got this Committee on Doctrine and all this group, said they cleared Pfizer in terms of its production of its vaccine. But again, she says that's on manipulated information that they've received. The approval of Johnson & Johnson's vaccine for use in the United States raises questions about the moral permissibility about these vaccines using aborted fetal cell lines. Pfizer and Moderna's vaccines raise questions and concerns because an abortion-derived cell line They say it was used for testing them, but not in the production. Is that true? The Johnson & Johnson vaccine, however, was tested and developed and is produced, produced directly with cell lines intact. There you have it. Strickler, who is still a Pfizer employee now, told O'Keefe that she was comfortable making a public stand Wow, that's surprising. I have faith that I'll be protected, she said. I believe that I'll be protected in whatever the outcome is supposed to be, she claimed. I look at that and I go, wow. And right at the start of this, I had on Dr. Paul Gooch talking about medical integrity. This is serious business, ladies and gentlemen. This is serious, serious business indeed, is it not? Wow. All right, I just launched my Skype because we're coming up on the TV show second hour. And we've got an incredible guest for you for that. So beware, be ready, it's a coming. But man, the Liberty Conference is going to be awesome. I'm going to be there live with the LovingLiberty.net booth. Educating folks about the Loving Liberty Network and what they do and who they are and who we are, and I'm going to do my very best to broadcast live from the event. Uh, I say do my very best because there's some discussions about Internet availability and some things, and uh, I'm going to try to bring um, my own Internet, B-Y-O-I, is that what it is? (laughs) Bring my own Internet to the event and bring my own power and all this kind of stuff. Um, And uh, so it's going to be tough. But I'm going to either broadcast live from there if I possibly can, and if not, Uh, I still need to be at the event, but what I'm going to do is record a bunch of interviews and play them back. So those who um, want all things conference can have not only the conference material live from the speakers, but they can also then get some of the interviews uh, of the different people there. You know, I want to interview some of the vendors, too. I've interviewed a lot of the guests. Paul Gooch, the one of the latest ones. But I really want to work on um, this. 
because what an event to be held. 43,000 people in England might have had false negative tests. So think about it. You think you're negative. So now you, hey, I've been tested. I roll into all these places and you're just spreading the virus because you're really positive and the test showed you negative. What about false positives as well from these tests? Fully vaccinated Colin Powell passed away. Wow. That's kind of crazy too, right? Um, Due to complications, they say, from COVID-19, the family said in a statement, wow, that's very interesting. Why um, are they talking about the family right now? That, to me, is very interesting, too, right? They say he was being cared for at the Walter Reed um, Center in Maryland. Man, that's a very prestigious place to have care, too. And if they can't save somebody, you got to kind of wonder, do they want him gone? Or were they really not able to save Colin Powell? I don't know. And you would say, that's even that's just wrong to say, Sam. And my response is, but you can't trust these people. So I don't really know. I don't really know how wrong it is, right? All I know, ladies and gentlemen, is it's very strange that he passed away. Right? All right. Anyway, enough of that. There's so much going on in the news, folks. It's hard to know really what to focus on, where to start. For example, Lori Lofton returns as a TV actress to the role she had before. So uh, I guess she's back acting now, out of jail, back acting. So poor Lori gets uh, jail and trouble and everything else, and Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton just run around free, right? Hunter Biden just runs around free, right? What a sad tale to tell. All right, hour one of the can, hour two coming up on TV in mere seconds. I am Sam Bushman. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. LibertyRoundtable.com and LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Share the love. Donate liberally today. We declare this nation shall endure. Get your tickets to WeCanAct.net now. Put in keyword liberty. God save the republic of the United States of America. All right, thanks, Cam. I'll be right back.